boys got it done, man. How you feeling? Man, it's what is it? Almost a week and a half, almost two weeks later. Yeah, you had some time to sit with it. I uh I'm gonna be completely honest, man. Like it's still it still hasn't sunk in yet. Like for one thing, definitely didn't think this year with you know how poorly we played in the regular season compared to the previous two seasons. Yeah, that's weird because it's like if it was gonna be a year, I honestly think that if if COVID never happened. I think y'all y'all would have had a good shot at beating the Lakers last year. Like if if, if everything was just like normal last year before the bubble, mm-hmm. I think y'all would have had a good shot. I mean, there's that, but also we have to consider that Eric Bledsoe would have to play in the That's playoffs. True. That's true. That's true. And frankly, I'd seen enough evidence even to that point that told me I'm not sure I can trust that. <laughs> I don't think y'all would have lost to Miami. If you did, you would have lost. You would have lost to like Boston, I guess. Yeah, probably. Well, Toronto. Yeah. What's I mean, that Toronto Boston series was like that came down to the wire. It was a seven game series. Yeah, you mean Heat? No, um, the Celtics and the and the Raptors, the semifinals. Oh, and then the Raptors decided to take a big fat shit this year. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you know. I mean, Siakam got hurt, but and they weren't yeah. and they weren't like in their own country. <laughs> no, they were. I'm they sure, were I'm in sure that doesn't help. Tampa, <laughs> title town, bro. The Blue Jays just like the Blue Jays are playing their first game in Toronto tonight, in like a year and a half. I don't suspect that'll last long, considering how the uh, Delta variant is. Oh, we gonna, we gonna we gonna get into it. We gonna get into it. But anyway. Um, to kind of circle back, um, like I said, I personally was not big into Eric Bledsoe after the uh, 2019 playoff run. So he hadn't really done anything during the regular season to really make me go, wow, we really do have a shot this year compared to the year before. Other than the fact that like Kawhi Leonard was not in the Eastern Conference anymore. So, uh, you know, going into this year, I, I knew the fucking Sixers weren't going to do it. I thought it was going to be the Nets, <laughs> like everybody I else. I mean, you know, it might have been had they not gotten hurt. But, and, yeah, I, and, I'm, and, I, and I'm not saying, like, that's, that's like, why y'all beat them. But, like. Yeah, it kind of is. Yeah. <laughs> But I mean, that's part of that's part of every like people talk about. Oh, what? Well, well, you know, so and so got hurt on this championship run. That's literally every year. The every single year. Like, you can add an asterisk to literally every NBA championship if you if you if you uh, dig if you dig deep enough. They're um, a funky diabetic. Shout out to him. He did a whole video on that. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's just Wait. it's it's I don't I don't buy that as like a a slight on any team that any sport. It doesn't even have to be basketball. Like it's cherry picking. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, um, basically, you know, I, I mean, we have recorded evidence of this. I was checked out after the second game of the fucking Nets series yes, where they were, were down by were, 50 down, points. You were down extremely bad. I given up. <laughs> and I think I was well within my right to give up. I had seen I had seen this story entirely too many times to be you know swindled by it again. And I had had enough. Which like I said, I think's more than fair. But due to Kevin well, I don't Randall, I don't blame you. <laughs> no. y'all, y'all got cooked. But due to James Harden's body finally starting to give out after years of just insane usage, uh, Kyrie's body continuing to deplete. Well, um, Kyrie was kind of a freak accident, though. Yeah, but like he, Harden, Harden, general, I'll give, Harden, I'll give you that it might have been wear and tear, but but like, I mean, Kyrie just like he just stepped on Giannis's foot wrong. That's all that was. Yeah, and I mean, like, 
I was more so saying that because, like, in general, and I'm, I'm not saying this is a knock or anything, but Kyrie is, in general, an injury-prone player. Yeah, more or less. I mean, like, like he, I can't remember the last time he played a f- – well, I mean, what's a, f- what's a full season anymore? He, according but, to according to Whiskers, he's played 70 games three times, and those were all – He's early played, ones. what, 10 years now in the league? Yes. <laughs> Holy yeah. shit. <laughs> We're fucking old, man. Old as hell. But anyway, um, yeah, like, I mean, shit, he didn't even play his whole season at Duke, and to be fair. Oh, he played, played like nine games at Duke. Like, like, 11. Yeah. played 11 games. <laughs> but anyway, you know, just the – the screws for the Nets just came loose enough for us to squeeze by. Yeah, at the at the absolute wrong time. For them, not for yeah, us. Oh yeah, for them. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, the Bucks, the Bucks were the beneficiary for sure. Yeah. Um, I felt like but, once y'all, I, I felt like once y'all beat, uh, once y'all beat Brooklyn, in my mind, I was kind of like, whoever wins that series is gonna win the title. I did not feel that way. Um. I mean, once again, we have recorded evidence of me saying that the Suns were going to beat the Bucks. <laughs> you did. You did say that. You did say that. Well, because I, I can't I, remember. I, I think I was wrong as fuck, though. I think I, I think after Game Two of the uh, semifinals, I thought you I, said it was going to be Bucks and six if Giannis played every game. You said it was going to be five or six if Giannis. No, no, played no. Every before game. that, I, I said that once. Once the once the um once the finals was was set but i'm before that i thought it was going to be the nets and the clippers in the finals but then well we all know we all know what happened then they then the clippers pr team played the uh is he is he not card when he when Kawhi actually had a fucking torn acl A a knee sprain allegedly yeah if he had played out there on a torn acl i would have like gone out there and done physical harm to Tyron Lue myself. No. <laughs> I I don't like you talk about somebody's body breaking down. Kawhi Leonard. Oh my goodness. Well, we can get back to that later, but <laughs> but yeah, like the Atlanta series, I suspected the Bucks would win, uh, mainly, and that is with a healthy Trey Young. Let me yeah. put that out there. But I mean, y'all just a better team in them. Yeah, the the Hawks completely played above their level this year, and yeah, respect sure, to them sure. that they, they were the heat of this year. Think it's a fluke? No, I, the I don't know. Is, I don't. I don't know if they go back to the Eastern Conference Finals next year. I don't. I think they're a little bit ahead of schedule. Yeah, that's more so what I mean. Like them playing above their level at mm-hmm. the moment is that. Like you said, they were kind of playing a little bit past what they should be at this point. Yeah. Like, shit, some of their players, like Hunter, wasn't even playing. Uh, Cam Reddish didn't play. Cam Reddish barely barely played. But he was good when he did. So, Um, anyway, um, I for sure thought with how much better of a coach, in my opinion, Monty Williams is than Budenholzer that the Bucks would just get out coached. And I against all odds. I mean you were right for the first two games. Yes. <laughs> and against all odds, Mike Budenholzer made a couple of adjustments. In spite of himself, they won the title. No, he he actually did make some good coaching decisions. Like playing like Bobby playing Portis more. Playing Bobby Portis more. Yeah. Bobby um, playing more. Moving Tucker out of the starting lineup at Jeff time. T playing less. <laughs> less than nothing, yes. <laughs> um, not playing Bren Forbes because he literally cannot defend to save his life. I say that because I know if I played one on one against him, he'd destroy me. But at the pro level, he cannot defend. Anyhow. Um I I do think that the officiating throughout the series was poor on both sides. I would agree with that. O- on both sides, but to be completely transparent, 
I think that it leaned closer to the Bucks, especially really? in game, wow. especially in game five, especially in like the last like four minutes of that. Which game. which game was it where um, Booker got stripped the game? Was that five? Yeah. Okay. So, so the one play that stuck out to me in that game that actually pissed me off as a fan of basketball was, I want to say it was like two and a half minutes left. Middleton's dribbling being defended by Booker, I think on the left wing. And he Middleton just straight up like stiff armed him. Like <laughs> he, he sent him, to hell like Ron Dane at Wisconsin. Like, just, yeah, get out of my way. And I was just like, like, his whole arm was extended. Book fell to the ground, and this time it wasn't him flopping. Like, come on, man. <laughs> it, it just, it it's one of those fouls that, like, you look at it and you're like, come on, man, that should have been called, right? Did they not call that? <laughs> Yeah, and they in, they, in they did. It was a lot. Of, it was a lot of letting them play. Uh, in game five, yeah, on. yeah. And then in game six, now I know that I said that the Bucks definitely got some favorable calls. I think game six was the best officiated game of the entire series, and I say that knowing that Scott Foster was on the crew for that game. <laughs> Um, Chris Paul just didn't show up most of the series and decided to show up in game six. And by then, Devin Booker had run out of gas. It's too late. It's too late. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like they wasted three or two 40 point games from Book in a row. And I, I don't, Chris, Chris know... Paul was not good in like games, uh, three, four, and five. Yeah. You're right. He and and, and that was and that was the difference. Yeah, and I mean, honestly, I kind of feel like that series is kind of a microcosm of Chris's career to this point. Great, but not consistently great enough when it matters. That's fair. Like right? I look at that entire 2015 uh semifinal round against the Rockets where they dropped a 3-1 lead like they should have closed game six out yeah I mean he was playing he was playing hurt then but you're right he's always playing hurt I mean if you're yeah if you're on the court you you you're healthy so yeah well I mean outside of Jim Harden in this playoffs when he was clearly just walking up and down the court (laughs) and and I think that that might be the cherry on top for me is that all the things that happen, them losing James Harden getting hurt in the very first play of the first game, then losing in game seven in overtime and Giannis put up a 40 piece Giannis going to the finals Chris Paul going to the finals. Let's not forget that wrinkle of everything. PJ Tucker. What? PJ Tucker. Yeah, PJ Tucker. Um, But yeah, Giannis going to the finals. And then on top of it all, Giannis putting up 50 in the closeout game six to win a finals and win finals MVP. But he doesn't have a bag. He's not skilled. It's literally James Harden's worst nightmare. <laughs> and, and it is literally so funny. <laughs> I wish I could be seven feet tall and run and dunk. <laughs> yeah, he, he literally... Uh, we, we, we talked about bag Twitter the last time. I'm not going to get into it again. <laughs> but... The man put up 50 fucking points in a closeout game. And not to mention him, you know, being all like, over the place. You know, on how, you know how when Shaq is like the, the, the big men today need to be more dominant. And he 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 tells them that they need to put up some like stupid, like insane stat line. Mm-hmm. Giannis actually did that. 
uh yeah <laughs> when he's like when he's like you know carl anthony towns is a good player and all but i need i need him to get 40 and 20 a night and you're like what Shaq, you didn't even do that <laughs> right and Giannis Shaq, is just Giannis is just like okay bet I'm, I'm gonna be completely honest with you Shaq could not do what Giannis did in this series i'll tell you that fucking much he, he certainly wouldn't make 17 and 19 free throws to close out a, a game six uh-uh. that certainly wouldn't happen I actually think Kobe was in the building that night helping him make those free throws. Because I, I know they were tight. So I just have a feeling that, like, he was like, listen, it is your night. I am going to help. <laughs> and- I'm going to just say from, from a neutral uh, perspective, not a fan of either team, mm-hmm. uh, I was just happy for Giannis um, just as a as a fan of sport. As a human, <laughs> no, seriously, yeah. Um, just knowing his story, knowing uh, knowing what kind of person he is, what kind of uh, work ethic he has, the his kind of stubborn <laughs> dedication, almost at times, um, yes, to doing things a certain his way. Bullish, his bullish nature. Uh, I'm glad that he did it, and he did it his way. Um, he he made it a point in the press conference after the game to uh mention that he uh he could have easily took the easy way out and went to a super team and you know play with other other quote-unquote superstars and won a title that way but i don't think he would have felt um i, right I think he would have felt like he would have let himself down uh if he if he did if he had done it that way and um no it's it's, it's good for the game when you get when you get somebody like him winning or you get somebody like dirk winning or you get a team like the 04 Pistons winning, where I won't say underdogs, but like there was so, one clear star rather than like right. two, or in the Pistons case, none. It was just the team. Well, I mean, I mean, you could argue Ben Wallace was the star because he was he was easily the best player on the team. I, but I'm sorry, but the, there's no way you're going to convince me that the people, the general public, is going to recognize Ben Wallace even in 2000. Oh no, I'm I'm just saying, like at the time, like Ben Wallace was like a top, like I don't know. 20 15 player in the nba top 20 yeah i mean he was easily like the best defensive player in the absolutely league. yeah he was the best defensive player of the decade but yeah <laughs> well well you could I, argue between him and duncan i think i'm gonna i'm gonna give it to ben wallace i'm gonna give it to ben wallace just on the fact that ben wallace was not seven feet tall that was his entire hustle <laughs> yeah like it was he was just he got out the mud basically so yeah, I mean Tim Duncan had the physical, the physical and the uh, and the mental and the uh, work ethic, but Ben Wallace had to get it. Uh, had to dig and grind and things. Yeah, like. yeah, but but no, back to Giannis. Um, yeah, man, it's 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 uh it's great, and then just to see his resume at twenty six, two uh, MVPs, two MVPs, one DPO Finals guy. MVP, defensive most player of the year, player. most improved. <laughs> Um, All Star Game MVP, uh, but several first first time first team All NBAs. What is he like a five time All Star? Several first team All Defenses. Yeah, yeah people, and, and with the way he played defense in these finals, especially with how tweaked his knee was, how he said it looked like an. Oh elbow. yeah, we didn't even we didn't even get into that. Like his leg was almost his leg almost fell off. <laughs> the man said his knee looked like an elbow. Like it bent backwards. I thought he broke his leg when, like, I saw the the one when Capella first landed into him. I was like, "Oh no!" That's I'm very like, interested for the documentary one of these like, days where he it, tells it. Us exactly it what it looked like Paul George. Like when I first saw it, I was like, "Oh shit!" That's... Oh, when he took the stanchion. Yeah, I was like, "Oh." Ugh. We don't need oh, to talk no. about the redacted Olympic team. <laughs> that wasn't even the the crazy part about that. It wasn't even the Olympics. I know it was a tune-up. It was game. like it was like a World Cup. Game. Yeah, it was like a World Cup year. But uh, which Paul George probably shouldn't have been there in the first place. But I digress. No. Anyway, um, um, <laughs> yeah, I mean, I went to Chick Fil A the next morning and got me some chicken minis. <laughs> I have not tried. Did, did you did you get the half and half? I I haven't yet. I'm going to, but I haven't yet. But yeah, like. In my opinion, there's 
I have no ill will towards the Suns. In fact, like yeah, they're probably they're probably my second team now, <laughs> like fully <laughs> solidified. But like there should be the only people who deserve pack out of anybody in the world for what happened this playoffs are James Harden for saying that all Giannis was was running and dunking. Yeah, his his he had he got to eat that crow. Yeah, and, oh, that, and that's yeah. me saying that because James Harden, y'all, you know, my favorite player, but yeah, he got to eat that. Sadly, got to eat, eat that. But anyway, yeah, like him and I. I mean, if some people, not me, but some people want to uh, send some pack to uh, Chris Paul, well, no, I'm not going to do it. I will not do it, but I do understand it. Yeah, no, if, if I I get it. I get why Chris Chris Paul rubs people the wrong way. I get why people don't like Chris Paul, but personally I won't I won't uh I won't light up any pack for, for Chris Paul. But um no. but I get um, <laughs> but to turn the conversation to a uh, much more contentious topic. Uh oh. Um there are some idiots out there, man. <laughs> quite, a, quite a few, several. And uh, they they sometimes congregate on the Twitter platform, mm. and uh, we are here to aggregate and read them for you. Where you, where you want to start? Uh, let's pull up the fucking TJ Ward tweet. <laughs> oh boy! Uh, to give y'all a bit of background, um, the NFL has basically come out and said, "Look." We're not fucking around with the vaccine. Like, take the shit. Get it. Get as as healthy as you can. Uh, If you don't, and you get, and and we find out that y'all got an outbreak and you can't play the game, you got to forfeit. It's a damn dirty shame. And you don't get paid for the game. Neither team team gets paid. That's the important part. That's the part I have to stress because even the team that does not have the COVID outbreak will still be will still not get paid for the game. So not, on, not only are you fucking up your own money, you're fucking up other people's money as you in the process. Mm-hmm. So naturally, so- most coaches are like, okay, let's get our guys vaccinated. One of the coaches who wanted to get more of his players vaccinated was Washington's Ron Rivera, who you may know is a cancer survivor. Recent, recent cancer. As of, yes, last year. <laughs> And so there was a report that Ron Rivera was um, frustrated, extremely, yeah, extremely frustrated that dismayed. Uh, a lot of his players hadn't yet got the vaccine, which I think is a reasonable stance to take. Yeah, it especially as somebody who's immunocompromised, right? <laughs> and just tell the people what what a retired safety TJ Ward said. Actually, I don't think he's officially retired. Let me—he's unemployed. Out. Just unemployed oh, since 2017. He hasn't been on anything. He's just a bum. But a practice squad. Um, unfortunately, I can't pull up the entire tweet thread because he deleted it like a pussy. And we do have, <clears throat> have one of his tweets. We do have one of his tweets that mm-hmm. says, "Don't blame the players for your lifelong health decisions." And I believe the following tweet went so far as to be like, look, alcohol and drugs and whatever the fuck else. Runs Cigarettes, in my family. I believe he, he mentioned, specific, he, he mentioned uh, bad diets and smoking as a reason why people get cancer. Now, for those playing along at home, uh, do you know what kind of cancer Ron Rivera had? Tell them what they had, Cam. Uh, Ron Rivera had skin cancer. Which has which has no bearing on one's diet or um, lung health. No, <laughs> that's yeah. a matter of fact. Um, it actually probably developed from Ron Rivera. I don't know, putting in hard work for forty years, trying to become a head coach in the NFL, standing outside in the fucking sun. Yeah, as as well as being a, prof- a former professional football player. Yes, <laughs> yes, indeed. Never mind. Never mind the fact that he's blaming a cancer patient for having cancer in the first place, which is just in- insane, insanely whack. It it might be the worst tweet I've 
ever seen. Mm. And that's saying saying a lot. A lot. We got and we, we got another, we got another one, one in here that's a humdinger. <laughs> we have another one in here that's real fucking nuts. But in terms of like the intent here. Oh yeah. Everything about this is bad. <laughs> like it's he, victim- he doubled down too. Tripled. He tripled down. <laughs> yes. Yeah. He went to he Correct. went to an entirely different social media platform, Instagram, and posted a long rant. He he literally like tripled down like the girl that was talking about bread at restaurants. Which oh yeah. <laughs> oh was, what she what she was, was saying is uh it's tacky if you eat the if you eat the bread within five minutes of uh sitting down at the table. Yeah, (laughs) like, and frankly, like, I mean, I at least respected her for, you know, going down with the fucking ship. (laughs) Her and her 3% of like, what was it, fucking 400,000 people? It was, it was, it was, uh, it was like half, it was like the population of like the Maldives responded (laughs) to like her, her bowl. And like 3% of the people said, uh, that they agree with her. Got the entirety of Wyoming voting on the poll. <laughs> but anyway, like everything about this TJ Ward tweet pisses me off. And as it should honestly, honestly, I think he needs his brain checked out. Clearly, um, he led with his head entirely too many times, and that's why this tweet happened. Um, another football player decided to uh throw their hat in the ring about the vaccine uh cam i'll let you read this one who we got um oh jalen ramsey yes sir um so basically uh jalen ramsey uh in in response to was it deandre hopkins right uh yeah deandre hopkins basically came out and was like hey man i don't know about this vaccine shit uh (laughs) I might have to retire if they make me take the vaccine, which what an odd hill to die on, right? I, I need someone to just hit him in the head with something. like Maybe that's the problem. I, maybe it got hit too many times. It's possible. To which uh, Twitter user day underscore underscore B2 responded in one of the most flagrant tweets I've ever seen. And I quote, Jalen Ramsey scared of the vaccine, but not that Freddie Mercury. (laughs) (laughs) That's just foul. (laughs) Wow. Oh, my goodness. Now, normally, (laughs) as a a pansexual person, Mm -hmm. I would not condone people such such remarks i would not condone people questioning someone's sexuality so publicly however (laughs) this shit's funny like holy shit wow (laughs) that is that is what, like you said, one of the most flagrant tweets I think I've ever seen. <laughs> and I am profoundly happy that I sent it to, that sent is, it to the chat. That is, um, wow. I don't even uh, know what to say. <laughs> uh, the answer to the question is yes. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <clearly>. But, yeah, it's just like, I just don't understand the hesitancy. Like, no. I, I'm well aware that both black people and gay people have completely different circumstances from me and how they're treated by medical professionals. And medical racism is most certainly a dangerous and horrible problem in this country. Absolutely. Don't get me wrong. However... White people are taking the vaccine. White straight people are taking the vaccine. And if that doesn't tell you enough about 
how safe it is. I don't really know what does. <laughs> I don't know about that. Why white people do anything? Yeah, but like what I'm saying, <laughs> I, don't, like, I don't, I don't, I don't know if white people are doing it is a good barometer of something safety. <laughs> I mean, yeah, jackass is a thing. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but but I, but I understand. But you know your, what I, I mean. understand your point. Yeah, yeah. yeah you know sure. what I mean. Like I, I understand. Like I said, black people being, you know, hesitant or even overly critical of, yeah. especially, you know, especially like at the beginning. Like I mean, like. I, I get it. Like, you know, like there's never been a vaccine that's been mass produced and released on this scale before. That's a fact. However. But we're like, what are we? Uh, when, when did they start like sending them out? December. Was it Janu- like uh, December, January. We're what? Eight months in now? Almost nine. Yes. <laughs> so, I mean, I at this point, I feel like you you got all the you got all the sample size and the information that you need. You've got teammates that are fucking getting it. Hello. Like, all, also all of the all of the coaches and uh, front office personnel, it's mandatory that they have to be vaccinated. Yeah, and like I don't that's know, hun- that's hundreds of people within the Cardinals organization, within the Rams organization, within um the Bills organization, Cole Beasley, um, who have taken it and are okay. I really don't understand the problem. I don't either. And frankly, it it just gets under my skin, man. Like yeah. and it's not I, just football either. It's a it's a um, it's a it's an America problem. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But like for me it's just like you know the percentage of you know potential immunity that it offers you are very public so i don't really understand yeah, all of all all three of the big ones um they johnson all have johnson pfizer moderna, moderna. they all have above 90 percent efficacy right i think johnson and johnson is actually a little bit lower it's like 86 because, yeah because it's a one hitter yeah so, but even then, even then, I like, like my it, chances at fourteen percent. Yeah, and it's like you know, I didn't get it thinking that like, oh, I get to take my mask off now. I get to go no. over wherever I want and just fuck around and gallivant. No, I knew full well that like, even though I get this, I still might get it. You still might catch COVID. You just won't go to the hospital. And <laughs> I mean, you might, but you won't. You, it, you won't die. More than likely not, yes. Yeah. So, I don't know. Like, it just doesn't It doesn't make any sense to me. Like, pe- people are acting like this is a zero-sum game when it's a 90% to zero-sum game. <laughs> like, it, it just doesn't really make a whole lot of sense to me. But my, here's, my th- here's my thing, too. Like, so people didn't want to wear masks. They didn't nope. want to socially distance. They didn't want to stop going places and they don't want to get the vaccine, but they want COVID to be over. Just doesn't make any sense. We can't have one without the other. Some got to give. Yeah. Well, and what really grates on me about hop specifically Mm -hmm. is the weekend before the election, they had a Sunday night game here in Phoenix against uh, i cannot remember for the life of me the seahawks Seahawks. probably the seahawks oh that was the i think that was a dk metcalf game yeah you're right it was chased down down but a baker yeah yeah so he drove to that game and saw a bunch of trump supporters on the road and told them to go fuck themselves as you do as you should and i just don't really understand how he doesn't see the irony now yeah so i mean like if you look around you see who most of the anti-vax people are like (laughs) follow the trail it's like huh you know this seems like a coincidence but it can't be right (laughs) am i the bad guy no no 
Me? Me? <laughs> Me? No. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, I say all this to say that, like, believe me, I don't like getting into the whole political talk on this podcast, but, right. like, frankly... I feel like this transcends politics, though. Like, this is like a public health issue. Yes. So, um, next thing I wanted to bring up is... Um, mm-hmm. Somebody tweeted, what was your worst take ever? Oh, boy. Um, like, you know, what was the athlete that you were like, I would put all my chips in on this guy, succeeding or not, and, you know, all this stuff. So I obviously had to send over my easily awful tweet, and I will read it for you all. This is from April 27th, 2017, which was a Thursday evening. And it says, Patrick Mahomes II has bust written all over his haircut. Um, now, to, to be fair, he was nothing special in college. Well, compared to like what you would expect out of a Texas Tech. Court. Out of this, what was he? The six, he was a sixth pick, right? 10th, I think it was the 10th pick. He wasn't, he didn't play like a top 10 pick in college. He showed flashes. As someone who watched him in person, he definitely showed flashes. I don't know if I, I mean, you know, I, and I'm not, I'm not, thankfully not an NFL GM. I wouldn't have drafted him in the top 10. Yeah, I think that's fair. But now that haircut is sponsored and insured by Head and Shoulders. So I really look like a fucking idiot. Patrick Mahomes is what a uh, Super Bowl that champion. Worth a half a billy. Yes. <laughs> M- MVP. Uh, Super Bowl MVP. Yep. Yep. Champion. Uh, went to another Super Bowl and had he had even, you know, a even a semblance. One of offensive lineman. Line. <laughs> they might have done better, but yeah, that that might easily be my worst take probably ever um Mm. so who are some athletes that you were like all in on one way or the other and you ended up being way wrong um off top of my head i was a big mario hazonia guy really i thought he was gonna be nice yeah (laughs) i thought he was gonna be i thought he was gonna be nice i thought thomas robinson was gonna be good i thought Derek williams was gonna be good oh Um, no michael beasley and I kind of saw the writing on the wall, Michael Beasley. I thought he, I thought he would be like a, a average uh, NBA, which he pretty much turned out to be average NBA player. Um, I thought Ben Mclemore would be pretty good. Um, I, did. I did too. I thought uh, I'm trying to think for NFL. NFL, NFL. I'm I'm usually pretty good with with predicting um, who would be good. I'm NFL. I get them more wrong when they're not when they're like good. When I think they're gonna be bad, like um, I thought Josh Allen was gonna be just dog shit. I mean, his college career didn't really lend to uh, lend to anybody thinking otherwise. Um, and with the way he played his first couple years in the league, I really oh yeah, I was looking, I was looking right it. until last year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know he got an elite wide receiver. <laughs> the Bills just as a Bills as a whole are just a good team. Like it's yeah, definitely, uh, definitely a contender in this coming season. But um, another guy I was totally wrong on until draft night when he got drafted was Johnny Manziel. You thought he was gonna be nice in the NFL? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> course i did i had his fucking college jersey i bought into the hype too okay glad, glad i'm not alone um now obviously this next one that i'm gonna bring up is one that was mostly because of injury jabari parker who i feel really bad for right now yeah oh i got one that reminds me i thought jason tatum was gonna be jabari parker 2.0 i was wrong you thought he was gonna get hurt no, I just thought he was gonna be like 
mid. Like I thought because you got to remember when he and I and I think this is more like an indictment on Coach K than anything else. Uh, Jason Tatum was good at Duke, but not great. He wasn't he wasn't number three pick good? No, absolutely not. No, like he was he was really good, but like his shot really wasn't falling. Like you could tell, like the tools were there, but he just yeah. needed like the right place to go. Lucky for him, he got Boston. So, <laughs> I mean, yeah. Turn, turns out going to a good team um, is helpful. <laughs> Jalen Brown, yes, who looked like shit his first year. To be fair, yeah, I thought he was going to be Stanley Johnson again. Oh, that's another guy. I was very wrong. He was high on Stanley Johnson. No, oh, I knew Stan. Yeah. I knew Stanley Johnson. Stanley Johnson was bun was buns when he got drafted. I was like, no, this guy stinks. I well, I liked like his career trajectory because when you hear about what his high school career was like where he played all five positions you get the sense that like oh this guy's versatile and can basically become like a little Giannis maybe what actually happened is he didn't really know what to be when he became an NBA player and never developed his shot and I got I got another one for you What's up? Guy who guy who I thought was going to be Helen uh, Yeah. Um I'm trying to think trying to see which year he was drafted. While you're uh, figuring that out, um Terrell Pryor was a big one yeah. that I was high on. And I'm really sad <laughs> that his career kind of went down the fucking drain. <laughs> oh. Uh it was Rondé Hollis Jefferson. You you had you had a lot of stock in Rondé Hollis. I, did. I, th- I thought he was going to be like at least. I thought he. I thought he was going to be like uh, poor man Tony Allen. Oh, okay. Well, he's got a better jump shot than Tony Allen. That's true. So. That's true. <laughs> he's got I mean, that he's not like he's not trash. Like like Rondé Hollis Jefferson oh. is like a, a good guy. Like you want on your bench. He's a good. He's a good player. He, he's a good like eighth guy. I thought he was like all defense like material. Which is not well, the yeah, case. He's kind of got that like weird body that's like stocky, but like he's yeah. also six six and like has like a seven foot wingspan. Like he had all the tools like genetically. He just is not good at moving laterally at all. <laughs> yeah, and the athleticism isn't there either. No, but like, did he ever get like injured or anything to like for that to become a thing? Uh. I'm not sure. I, I I I just look at his injury history, but uh, yeah, and it's and he really hasn't had like a a, a um consistent uh. I mean, he had that one good season. He had so the seventeen eighteen season, like that year with the baby Nets, where they kind of like broke out. Oh, uh, Nets team. He he had he averaged uh fourteen a game. On forty-seven percent from the field, never, never really oh been a good God. shooter. He, he shot twenty-four percent from three. Ooh. <laughs> uh, he averaged about seven, about seven rebounds a game, about two and a half assists, um, a steal and a block a game. That's that's decent. That's pretty good. But that's far and away his best season. Like that's a, that's a clear like outlier. And when he was playing on like literally the worst franchise in the NBA at that point. Yeah. No, they were good that year. 17-18? Yeah, that was the year they made the playoffs. Are you are you I think sure? So. I think. No. You're thinking of 18-19. 17-18 Brooklyn Nets. You might be right. Because I'm I'm thinking that's like the, the year D'Angelo Russell made the play made the uh Jaleel Okafor play for the Nets. When was this? Yeah. It- <laughs> I I have no uh recollection, no recollection of this at all. I mean, he. No, you were you were absolutely right. They were twenty eight and fifty four. So those were empty stats from Rondé. Yeah, they stunk ass. <laughs> like it was real bad. This is a this is a nasty roster. Yeah, Jaleel, Quincy, Quincy, uh, AC. Oh uh, my God. <laughs> Trevor Booker, Damari Carroll, Dante Cunningham, Milton Doyle. Oh my God. <laughs> Sean Kilpatrick, Jeremy Lin, Timothy Mosco. It Nick sounds Stauskas. like a lot of. Sounds like a lot of can't shoot. <laughs> no, this is this is this is not good. This, and and then 
crazy part, this isn't even the worst team they had. Like that one year they had like Chase Budden during Yogi Ferrell starting. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, <laughs> yikes. Like, it's so funny to me, like how bad that team was. Like, you've got to believe that like the rims and the Barclay Center sounded like gunshots. Like, just <laughs> like it just uh, sounded terrible. So from, so from uh, 2013 14, which I believe is the last year that they had Pierce, uh, they had Pierce Garnett and, um, Joe Johnson. Joe Johnson too, yeah. So so 14 15. So from 14 15 they they were they were 38 and 44. That was kind of like the start of the decline. 15 16 21 to 61. Oh. 16 17 20 and 62. 17 18 28 and 54. And then and they then, made the playoffs. They made the playoffs, yeah. <laughs> it's funny cuz like you would think they were like the worst team in the league like they were tanking just as bad as like the Sixers were but no they were I don't even like, think they were tanking like I think they were just like well they they clearly weren't tanking because they were trying to win games yeah no I mean like it, I don't pick. think I don't think that was like the organizational philosophy like it wasn't like a process like I think they were just like gener- genuinely bad they were <laughs> like they they were really bad but they were trying to win games like it was pretty clear Ravens fast and they, and they won over wow. 20 that's over. a name I haven't heard in four years Maryland's very own <laughs> yes former former AAU t- former AAU and high school teammate of Kevin Durant oh my god um speaking of Kevin Durant and uh this might affect him uh beginning with the 2021-22 season the NBA will implement new rules to reduce non-basketball moves used to draw fouls this is from About Sean time. um yeah um, James Harden's very much in hell right now. <laughs> yeah, he might be cooked. Yeah, him, uh, Trey Young, Trey Young, Chris Paul. Like, yeah, Chris Paul with that. Chris Paul might be the worst though with that. Um, where he like where he like st- comes to the lane like stops dribbling so he like land on his back. So you bowl him over. Yeah, yes. like that. That's so bush league. It is, but like. I mean, as a small person, it's a good move. It works. <laughs> I don't know. Don't get me wrong. Like it's effective, but it's it's, it's I hate it. It it's not great. <laughs> but yeah, like God, this is gonna help the game so much. And I'm so very happy that it's happening. Like the defensive side of basketball has needed like some stability. Something. They have, yeah, because so many of the rules have changed over the last 20, 25 years to benefit offenses. And in some ways, they needed to change. Like, remember remember when you couldn't play zone? Uh, I do. I didn't like that. <laughs> it was not fun. No. But like, hand, hand checking was – it was a good thing. It was a good idea to get rid of hand checking. It was – I don't, I don't think that's – Yeah. Yeah. No, no pun that intended. Twenty that that like early two thousands from I, basketball from like basically when Jordan retired the second time to when essentially when like LeBron came into the league that was that might be the nastiest era era of basketball that's ever been played. Ugh. Fucking eighty to seventy six ball game, it's disgusting. Seventy seven, seventy four, like. Ugh. I think the Pistons and Pacers played in the Eastern Conference Finals one game where it was where the final score was like seventy-two to sixty-five. Oh, <laughs> that's like what a big. That's like, that's, this is that's high like a Tuesday. Basketball. That's like a Tuesday night Big Ten score. That's, <laughs> that's, that's Ohio. That's, that's Ohio very, State versus Purdue. <laughs> that's a very generous score for Big Ten. Uh, you might be right. Big Ten might be like fifty-seven to forty-eight. Could you imagine attending a Nebraska Penn State? basketball game I certainly can't Ugh. that sounds like torture that sounds like torture that sounds literally like masochism like it just you would have to hate yourself so much to want to do that do they do either of those schools have anybody in the nba i'm, I'm, no. genu- I'm genuinely curious no <laughs> absolutely not they don't 
I, I would put money on the fact I'm, that I'm going to look it up right now. Seton Hall has more people in the NBA. Seton, Seton Hall has good players. Isaiah Whitehead. Yeah, uh, they got a, they got a, a guy got drafted last night from Seton Hall. Yeah, by us, the Bucks. My, uh, I am uh, not going to try to Mamushka Veli, the uh, the seven foot dude. Yeah, I was about to say I'm not going to attempt to uh, his see. last name here. So there are currently two NBA players in from from Nebraska. No way, Delano Banton and Isaiah Roby. Ooh. I know, I know who Isaiah Roby is. I've never heard of Delano Banton in my life. Who? Are oh, he, he just got he just got drafted last night. Okay. Okay, that doesn't count. Yeah. Before that, their last player was 1999. It was Tyron Lue. Wait, Tyron Lue went to Nebraska. Sure did. He sure did. <laughs> they had some decent players too, like uh, He's a fucking cornhusker. Tyron Lue, Eric pl- Eric Piatowski. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I I, I can't. Uh, Dave Hoffman. Okay. You you ran out of gas fast. I did. Let oh me go God. to Penn State. Ugh. Yeah. Uh, Tony Carr is their only guy in the NBA, and before that, it was Calvin Booth. I don't even know who Tony Carr is. Calvin Booth and Frank Burkowski. <laughs> Frank Burkowski sounds like he's like a real estate agent. He might be. At this or point. an electrician. He might be. Um, But yeah, it's just like, I'm so glad this rule is finally coming down the pipes because yeah. it it's ruining the game, man. Like all this foul baiting and all these whack-ass moves that James Harden keeps coming up with to avoid somehow not getting a travel call on him. Like that one video I sent you where the dude was like, he he did a massive jump stop onto one foot. Oh, that uh, stop. Um, like that, dude, that, that guy's whole account is like just <laughs> egregious travel. Like, I I mean, if I can find the video, we'll link it in the description. But like, the dude literally like jumps from the foul line to like the low block. Stops for like a whole second on his right foot and then like spins and does two more steps, which I mean, if you really want to get technical with it, that might not be a travel. But you're never getting you're never getting that off in any game. No, (laughs) absolutely not. Uh, it was one of the most egregious videos I've ever seen. But like the problem is, we've started questioning this because of James Harden. Oh yeah, and he's he's the like, he's the man. I, I, I and KD, KD was kind of the precursor. But they already it's just, they, it's they just because he's so long. And yeah, he had the rip through move though, and they they did need to change that. But yeah, I. I I I I think by and large this is a good decision on the NBA's part, and um, if any anything that will cut down on the number of reviews and challenges and stoppages in play in the NBA game is good with me. Agree. Because I'm I'm gonna tell you I've been watching these Olympic games and buddy, two hours in and out they fly by. That's how it should be. Yeah. Like unless it's like a really good game. College is like college is like that too, but it's a much worse. I'm like I'm not going I'm not going to sit here. And, I'm, I'm not going to sit here and advocate and tell anybody that they should be watching college basketball because I'm a masochist and I enjoy it. But uh, there is less uh, rigmarole than there is in the NBA for sure. Indeed, there is. Honestly, I'd be in favor of moving the three point line forward. Forward? Yeah, move it in. Move, make it, make I, it, make I it think the international it, I, standard. Mm, I think I, I'm more in favor of it being the same distance all the way around. I mean, there ain't gonna be enough space for your feet <laughs> in the corner. Okay, sell a few, sell a few less tickets on the baseline. They'll never do that. So, so you're talking about expanding the court. I think it's just easier to shorten the three point line. You might be right, but I, I don't think that. Like, cause basically like, you're taking a two point shot to get three points to the corner three. Like, do you know how stupid the NBA court looks because like, of the fucking uh, crinkled three point line? Yes. I hate it. 
You're Design like I said, you're you're basically disgusting. take you're taking a long two to get three points. Yeah, when it should be like just, you literally should not take any other shot. Like if if you talking about analytics, you should literally take the only shots you take in the NBA are dunks, layups, and corner threes. Yeah, and foul shots. Yeah, and free throws. Yeah. Yeah, the the analytics geeks are probably just completely shitting all over themselves because of this rule change, which I, I, don't, I don't, I don't, I don't. But but there are other ways. Like, I think that there are players who get who get to the line and don't rely on uh, bullshit to do it. Yeah, like Giannis. Giannis, LeBron, KD, um, most of the time. KD, yeah. Kyrie usually. Kyrie, Honestly, yeah. I don't, I don't see Kyrie um, baiting for fouls. If, if Kyrie gets the shit beat out of him, Trey, uh, well, Ky- not Trey. Uh, Kyrie Dame, doesn't need to. Dame, Dame doesn't do it. Um. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see. It'll, it, it's gonna separate the real from the fake, basically. For sure. But yeah, I mean, obviously, I, I love it because it makes the analytic ner- nerds just shit all over themselves, which. Um, I think Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis would tell them not to bathe. Oh, no. Did that happen? Oh, brother. So um, what was your, well, what was your first, again, what was your again, first you reaction when you saw that tweet? I, I could smell it. <laughs> like, I, I could smell the tweet. Um, I was disgusted. Oh, yeah, um, me too. I, I, as a white person... Um. I hate all these stories about them being uncleanly. <laughs> like, how do you, how do you just be like, oh, we don't need to shower? But what do you mean you don't need to shower? Like, <laughs> it, it takes away the natural oils from your skin. No, it fucking, yeah. And you know what? That's a good thing. You're not yeah, supposed may, to have that may, shit it might be good. It might, yeah, it might, might be good not to have all that oil on your skin. And plus, like. I feel like I feel like and you can tell me if I'm wrong. Okay. Most white people don't consider lotion. Oh, you mean we just don't use it? Yeah. I mean, all over ourselves or like well, at least at least on like the visible parts. <laughs> I mean, I use it on the visible parts, let's, but let's I think, see because because I think you are correct. You, you have hygiene. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not talking. To, I'm not talking about you specifically. I mean, like white people in mass. Oh yeah, absolutely not. No, like white people in mass don't even know what a fucking face wash is. Nah, when I heard white people don't use washcloths, I like changed my whole like. Yeah, I mean, my I world used, was torn asunder. I used them until I got a loofah. Which I think. Well, is- I see. I mean, that's nothing wrong with that. But you're not using your bare hands like a fucking caveman. Fuck no. <laughs> no. That's just no. And anytime I've been forced into a situation where I have to do that, I feel weird afterwards. Like you, like like you go over somebody's house and they just don't have washcloth. Yeah, or like you know, I couldn't like bring Malufa with me or some shit. Like I have to go to like a hotel. I would literally go to the store and get one. I, I mean, I would go out. I would go out of my way. <laughs> I mean, that's fair, but yeah, like it's just, uh, it, it's nasty. It's nasty, and it's, and then like white people, like when they see an article like this, they feel the need. Oh, the, to com- be, like, the comments might be worse than the article because because the, the 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 tweet is pretty well. I mean, it's not benign, but it's fairly innocent. It says Ashton Kutcher and Mila Kunis said they don't believe in bathing their kids or themselves too much. If you can if you can see the dirt on them, clean them, Kutcher said. Otherwise, there's no point. Which is bad enough. Sure. To to give but the, but to the give replies. Context, to give some context here though. Mila Kunis grew up in Soviet Russia. Mm-hmm. Just throwing that out there. And this was her idea. And she said this is how she grew up. Yeah, she said she didn't have running water in the house. Yeah. Which like I mean, I, mean, I'm I, so, I feel it. I feel sorry for you, but wash your ass. Yeah, you got the money now. You got <laughs> right. running water. You got running water. Wash your ass. <laughs> like, 
like apparently they like wash their armpits and private parts every day. Everything else, no. Mila Kunis washes her face twice. Ashton throws some water on it. I, I'm just like, Ugh. you know, you don't have to tell people this shit, right? Like, it's not information that you need. You could have kept this to yourself. We, you we could have kept that in the back pocket. This information to be volunteered. No, um, I'm looking at I'm looking at the replies now. Um, this white lady says I'm with them on this. Bathing two little kids every day is a lot of work. Plus, it can really dry out their skin. If they spend the day outside in the dirt, then they need a bath. Crunchy hair bath sometimes. Pools also count. No, they don't. Well, hold <laughs> they, on. They certainly don't. No. <laughs> Absolutely not. Have you smelled yourself when you get out of the fucking pool? Your funky-ass child getting into a public pool does not do a bath. It certainly doesn't. I don't care how much chlorine is in the water. Well, like, the thing is, like, these natural oils that they're talking about getting locked into their skin is so funny to me because they're like, pools count. No, they don't. You know what that shit does? Chlorine clogs your pores. Yeah, it dries <laughs> your skin. It, yeah, like, it dries your skin out. <laughs> Like, come on. <laughs> this is basic stuff. Uh, uh, white people. Why why was I born into this? And then you then you got a lady down here trying to science it. Oh uh, <laughs> she says hygiene hypothesis has suggested that bathing kids too often and or using antibacterial soap is bad for their immune system and their skin. Eczema. Dirty kids redu- equals a reduced rate of ral- <clears throat> allergies, asthma, and childhood illness. Eczema is a fucking genetic disease. <laughs> number number one. Number two, wash your ass. Like yeah, <laughs> this, is, this is non-negotiable. <laughs> every inch of it. <laughs> like Every day. Every Sometimes day. twice occasionally twice yes like you wash in the morning you go to like a wedding or something get all sweaty and shit like yes go home and wash your ass a second time but at the bare minimum once Once, it's like it's like brushing your fucking teeth at least brush them once (laughs) at least one time I didn't think that this would turn into us becoming like a fucking like hygiene podcast. <laughs> yeah, hi, we 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 turned into um we turned into hygienists and epidemiologists today. Yeah, we're fucking Bill Nye and Anthony Fauci up here. Wash your ass and get that shot, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> um, I don't think I have anything else left to talk about. I did want to get into one final tweet, which which we could be oh, the, worst, I see the worst tweet that may have ever been tweeted. It's really bad, folks. So, so <laughs> Actually, how, about, it's two tweets. how about you read the first part? I'll read the wacko part. <laughs> okay. All right. Lady, uh, I'm I'm a I'm a blow up her spot. Uh, at Flora Eagle <laughs> tweeted <laughs> and I quote apropos of nothing. I really think if someone quickly deletes a tweet, it shouldn't be screenshotted and shared. Like, just let it die, you know? No? No one else agree? A, a, a fairly a fairly innocuous uh, request. I can, tweet, see, I, can, I can see the vision in that. Now, the tweet that this comes from, and uh, if you'll <laughs> indulge us. <laughs> Go ahead. I, I was, I was going to talk about the, the tweet that it comes from not the screenshots it's what are you referring to specific oh, oh boy yeah <laughs> and it okay, reads I hope you're sitting down yeah ho- hope hope you're strapped in someone needs to create porn for children hear me out which are the three worst words to hear in any circumstance hear me, the, the worst the worst things you can say are hear me out uh, watch this me, watch <laughs> watch this hold my beer oh no not hold my beer let, let me play devil's advocate oh <laughs> if, you, if you hear any of those four phrases trouble is afoot and the rest of the tweet goes 
Young teens are already watching porn, but they're finding hardcore, aggressive videos that give a terrible view of sex. This part I agree with. Yeah, no, 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 nothing wrong with that. That's you very are, true. This is fine. You're on the right track. They need entry level porn. Uh oh. <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> a, a soft core site where everyone asks for consent and no one gets choked. Okay. In concept with the whole second part, I'm not gonna completely say Yeah, no, no. The, the second the second part of the tweet. Like if you just if you take everything after hear me out. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's fine. a reasonable tweet. Yeah. <laughs> But she, every, yeah, she might get some brush back for it, but that, that, all in all, not bad. Yeah, like y- you clearly have good intentions. Yeah, good intentions, right? Like I, I do think it's important for especially young men to learn more about consenting and stuff like Correct. that. Yes, I think we can all agree. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> qualifying the, it the lead here. Whoa. This is like the opposite of burying a lead. <laughs> like, and not even like the clickbait way. Like, this is easily the worst lead up to a tweet idea I have ever seen. Like, this is not as bad as TJ Ward's tweet because the intent here is. Oh, yeah. Yeah, TJ, TJ Ward like was in was 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 in mean spirit and it had like vile intent. Yeah, but this <laughs> is this is just a gross this is just a gross error. Yeah, that you did not need to qualify it by saying that we need to make porn for children. Hear me out. I, Hear me I, out. I sure won't. <laughs> I would prefer to not. As a matter of fact. But I think with that in mind, I think we're going to wrap it up. Um, it's been a pleasure talking your all's ears off as we usually do. And we're Always. glad you come here. And we hope you come back next time. Obviously, our schedule has been a little out of whack, but that's because I've been in three different time zones in the last month. Hey, it happens. It ain't fun. <laughs> I actually had some fun, but still. Oh, wait, wait a minute now. I know, I know. Controversial. But anyhow, um, if you want to uh, see more of our content, you can follow me at DirtReynolds23 on Twitter. You can follow me at Nikes on my tweet. And you can also follow the podcast itself for updates on when we're dropping new content whether that be through the Dirt Reynolds blog that I run or via our podcast itself and the other one that we do, which will be coming back next week. So um, hope you all come back for that. Um, I'm sure we'll have plenty to talk about, especially with F1. (laughs) In recent weeks. So uh, join us over there. But in the meantime, Hope y'all have a great rest of your day. Get that shot and wear your fucking mask. Wash your ass, please. And wash your fucking ass, white people. Do it. See y'all next week.